Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast. It's a two-for-one on this episode, number 180 in the series. Uh, thank you to FXR Racing, designed by racers for racers. Uh, you can use the code at fxrracing.com. It is Pulp30 to save. fxrracing.com, of course. Uh, Marshall Welton, who's coming up here, he runs uh, FXR Racing. So thank you to uh, Marsh for coming on. Of course, Fil- Filthyville Nicoletti, the Club MX team, uh, Brock Tickle running FXR. And uh, I'm sure you've seen it out there. It's it's uh, A lot of privateers are running it and looks really good. Justin Starling, of course, has been crushing it with FXR. And, um, yeah, man, good so- good uh, colors. The 2022 stuff is great. Um, really, really uh, huge steps up by the folks at FXR Racing, and they got much more than that. They got snowmobile stuff. They got uh, spring wear, uh, casual wear stuff, and they got stuff for spring, summer, fall, all of that. And uh, so thanks to FXRRacing.com. I'm sure you've uh, uh, really, really liked some of the stuff that they've come out with lately. Uh, also, thank you to Racetech. Pulp 22 is the code to save with Racetech. Show your bike some love. Get motor work done. Get suspension work done. Save with Pulp MX code. Treat your bike right. It'll treat you right. Privateer proven. Uh, whether it's uh, the Solitaire guys, whether it's uh, Zombie Blows, whether it's uh, the AJE guys, Racetech, Racetech.com. They do motors. They do suspension. If you're a local tuner, they can uh, sign a, an NDA, and they can do the work for you And it, with their machines that they have it in Corona, California. Or there's a Racetech service center somewhere in America, of course. So Racetech.com. Thank you to those guys. Pulp 22 is a code to save with any kind of parts or labor from the folks at Racetech. Uh, also, thank you to the folks at Firepower, uh, Nomura Pistons, Maxxis Tires, and Roost MX all on board with us. Of course, Roost MX, the official uh, merch place for Cobra. So if you have a little little one and he rides a Cobra, go to RoostMX.net and check out all that they have for Cobra motorcycles. They do a lot of work for those guys. And also, to custom backgrounds, custom graphics, 48-hour turnaround. They do a lot at RoostMX.net. Pulp Nation is the code to save. Uh, so use Pulp Nation and uh, save at RoostMX.net. They have a whole Pulp section on their website as well, T-shirts and stickers and, and the like. So thank you to RoostMX for coming on this show. And, of course, thank you as well to Firepower Parts. They've got the chains made in Japan. they got feather light lithium batteries. They uh, uh, have a lot of teams using them. Club MX stuff uses them. Of course, there's the Firepower team of Jordan, Smith, and uh, Fry as well, uh, and Marty. Marty's on Team Firepower. And they got oil now made by a leading OEM manufacturer from the ground up. They got a whole line of oil uh, to cover everything that you want. Um, so Firepower is making big strides, and we thank those guys as, as well. Firepower Parts on social media, firepowerparts.com on the web. And uh, uh, teams and riders are using Firepower Parts, so you know that they're pretty good. And they are, they're used by a lot of privateers as well. And they won championships, of course, too. Um, so... Thanks, Firepower Parts. Thank you to Max's Tires, Namira Pistons, Roost MX, and of course, FXR and Race Tech Suspension. Let's talk to Marshall Welton first, and then Mason Kerr. I'm looking forward to uh, talking to Mason and getting a little bit more into his story and what's going on with him. All right, first up, Marshall Welton. All right, Marshall Welton, FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Podcast. Uh, check in with you. I got a lot of things to talk to you about for sure. But uh, first up, Congratulations, man. 450 main event on the 250. That's cool. Good job. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a milestone for sure. Um, you know, I never made a 450 main at all, and to do it on a 250 at elevation was pretty pretty cool. Um, definitely wanted to check off on the list. Yeah, really, right? Uh, really, really remarkable season for you. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, what did you feel like when you got out there? Was it one of those things like where you're like, hey, man, I'm on a 250F. It's that elevation, as you mentioned. Um, I'm just going to put my laps in here and just like almost treat it like a, a bit of a scrimmage. 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't have any expectations coming into the main. I just wanted to get a good start, and I, I mean, I had a decent start actually. I think I was around twelfth on the first couple laps, and uh, um, you know, I saw Chiz and Brees in front of me, and kind of just played through my mind, like you know, Chiz is obviously a diesel. He just is always there at the end of the race, and. I was like, I'm just going to try and latch on his wheel. And at one point, I'm like, I even thought I had a little more speed than him in front of me. But, okay. you know, there wasn't really any passing going on. So I'm like, you know what, just uh, just settle in here. And I, I, that's, that was my goal. Like, that's kind of what was running through my mind. And then, I mean, kind of like the 8 to 10 minute mark hit. And I guess, I mean, I don't know if it was the elevation or that I, you know, like just rode too much or I'm not fit or yeah, <laughs> all yeah. the above. But I kind of gassed out uh, at around 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, shoot. And, uh, <laughs> you know, then I got freight trained by a few guys behind me. I think Freddie and uh, Starling and a few other guys got around me. Heart raft, too. Um, but as far as the pace goes, I feel like I was on pace. I just kind of lost it there halfway through the race. And, um, you know, the 450 main being longer, like, you can do it in practice. And then, like, once you get out there in race time, it's like, oh, shoot. You know, yeah, it's a whole other thing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, not, didn't look like a lot of fun out there. Like I wrote my columns, I had my podcasts and stuff and didn't really touch on Denver much just because I'm like, dude, there's not much going on out there. The track is hammered. You can't push that hard. Everybody's doing exactly the same stuff. Like, uh, yeah, maybe not the all time most thrilling race. Uh, yeah. I mean, even when some of the, when I was getting lapped, like the, like Anderson and Brayton, like how low their RPMs were. It felt like, it, like when they came by me, it sounded like they're idling around the track. And, yeah. I mean, they're lapping me, so obviously they're going yeah. substantially faster. But I was like, holy smokes, it's like they're not even trying right yeah. now. Well, uh, Oldenburg told me he went at probably 80% the whole main. He said my heart rate was super low. I just rode around 80%. So Yeah, see, that, I'm just not to that level yet. I think him having all those years under his belt, like – yep. Um, you know, even racing all year, doing the 450 and 250, I'm just not comfortable. Like, I'm, I'm tense all every lap I'm doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm not at the point where I'm at ease with the track. So yeah. I, that's why I'm racing. That's why I raced last weekend, and that's why I'm racing this weekend, is I want to kind of end SX. Like, you know, I feel like I've been gaining traction every weekend, so mm-hmm. I want to kind of have, have a good foot to step on coming into next year. Right. Um. So... Okay, like you're lucky I'm doing this podcast with you because you just you crushed it in the main and I, I want to you you've really done well this year. But the quick straps thing just almost made me not want to ever talk to you again and unfollow you. Um, you know somehow quick straps came up. Did you up unfollow on, me? I didn't. No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, the quick strap stuff came up on the Pulp Show when Kiefer was talking about it and we were all making fun of him. And then Chris Kiefer's like, "I'm gonna get these things back." The quick straps. I mean, you know, like back in the day, like in the in the late '80s, I knew people who had them, you know, and we just laughed at them. But um, you actually, FXR sells them still. A lot of people sell them, apparently, judging by social media. Um, and you actually decided to try these things out. They are. They're not good. <laughs> <laughs> They're not good. So, you, FXR sells I'm them. I'm sorry to any Milt, Brad, anyone who's, you know, FXR is associated quick strap. I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> from a yeah. professional Supercross standpoint, it's not it. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. So, like, yeah, like, again, snowmobile guys, woods guys. They're fine. The quick strap system is okay. But for I think pref- so. I think that, you know, right. it's, it's a time and a place. Yeah. Um, so you stuck them on your helmet, and then you pull the strap, and it's not tight enough. 
right? And so you had to pull the, 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 the a lot of pressure on those buttons on the side so of your it was, it was kind of a yard sale. When, <laughs> when Kiefer was putting it on at 6.45 in the morning, and, um, yeah, like the initial spots we put them, like, it was like, it wasn't tight enough in my face. So right. instead of, like, making it equal, like, moving each suction cup or, like, sticky pad back in the appropriate positions, mm-hmm. we just took one and then pulled it, like, halfway <laughs> around the helmet. So one side of my face just felt like it was being pulled to the left all day. And so <laughs> so then I think that one being pulled on so hard caused it to rip off. And then after the heat race, um, I think for everybody's good, um, mine included, uh, that it fell off. Like when I took my goggle off, the, the, the suction thing came off with it. So right. I'm like, that's my sign right there. <laughs> um, get back to what I know. <laughs> so you get an interview, right? Daniel Blair and Kiefer <laughs> get an interview with you. Your goggles are hanging there. We, and Kiefer is beyond stoked. He's just ecstatic <laughs> that this is like amazing. And then, you know, the LCQ, I got my binoculars. I'm like, dude, he's got regular goggles on. And then Kiefer was crushed. And, and then you made the main and through the LCQ. And we're just like, yeah, see? See what happens? See what happens when you put regular goggles on? Like, yeah. so it was a whole thing. <laughs> if they didn't break, I would have stayed true. But with the amount of time you have in between heat races right. and then all that other stuff, I'm like, you know what? I just need to <laughs> make sure I'm, I'm at full capacity right now. Uh, I can't believe you agreed to it in the first place, Marsh. I just can't believe it's, it. Uh, I mean, I, so there is a bit of history. I like my first ever helmet that I had, like TTR 90 work boots, yeah. blue jeans. When we went to the track for the first time, I had quick straps. So it was like a bit of a nostalgia for me. And <laughs> I thought it was just hilarious that it was even a thing. Yeah. And the fact that I was in a position to do it, I'm like, you know what? It, it'd be funny. <laughs> no, no, it would not be. Um, <laughs> Will Hahn was on the Monday pulp show said that, one of his first pro races, he got, I think it was pro, maybe it was just an amateur race, but he got beat by a guy in arena cross with quick straps. And the guy, the guy beat him, unclipped the goggles, and gave him a thumbs up. And Will's just like, <laughs> Will was like, what just happened? What just happened? So, ah, uh, quick straps. I can't believe, Marsh, that you, you fell for this. And, and made, I'm retiring them. Yeah, you right are. Now. Okay, you're officially retiring them. Yeah. How about FXR? This is making it happen, too. Like, here you go. <laughs> here you go. You had them ready. Full you know? prepped. Had, had the baggies there. Like, yeah. Every, all the spare parts, whatever we needed. But yeah. <laughs> um, just, you know, we're sticking to what what works. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good to hear. Uh, the number situation was not dialed either. I really dropped the ball on that. I got so excited for your race <laughs> and even just being in Denver that I forgot um, that's on me big. Yeah, so to, what, uh, what, yeah, okay, so that was my next question. Like, you knew, you told me you were going to ride 450s, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, all of that stuff. Uh, um, and um, then you just, what, you didn't realize you needed numbers? Like, what the hell, Marsh? I mean, I... It hasn't even registered. I mean, I'm there's there's so many boxes I got to check during the week even to make it to the race, and then I forget that. I just was like, man, this stinks. But I mean, it worked because I had white number or white um, plastic to begin with, so the mailbox numbers worked. Luckily, I didn't have like blue plastics or something. Then we would have had a real issue. But uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. That was, so, that was a big mess up on my part. Did AMA pull the day the ones who told you that? Like when you went out in um, practice, you had your two fifty numbers on? Brad Barons from FXR actually was like, I thought you were racing four fifty this weekend. Mm-hmm. Right before my first practice. Like we're about to go down for qualifying and I'm like, Yeah, uh, yeah. And he's like, Well your numbers I'm like, 
oh no, that's not good. <laughs> and uh, luckily, like Christina was super cool about it. And when I went down, I told her the situation, and she called me an idiot. And then she's like, had to take a few pictures of it for the archive to make fun of me later. And then <sighs> um, said, "Okay, get it fixed," and then got it fixed. And unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable, Marsh. You're, you're a veteran, and this is what happens. I don't. I wouldn't go as far as veteran. Your your quick straps really affected the thinking of the brain. That's what I'm gonna yeah, go with. Yeah, that was. I really was like occupied by the quick straps again. <laughs> so you're gonna race my race. It's it's this Friday in Salt Lake. Uh, I think we're gonna have a hundred k for the Yamaha LCQ Challenge, Marsh. Dang. How? Yeah. Uh, so is it? How is it? Six minutes or how yeah. long? Yeah, six minutes plus a lap. <sighs> Gotta get on it. I'm about to put a bulldozer blade on the 250 and just <laughs> hammer. Uh, I'm happy to have you in it. I think it's going to be great. And again, really cool. You made the 450 main event on a 250, even though you had quick straps and even though your numbers uh, weren't right for a long time. I, I still can't yeah. believe that. But um, hey, uh, career best finish for you at Foxborough, uh, 11th place. Uh, you, you hadn't made all the mains, but it's been so much more successful than when you tried it a couple years ago, fresh back from Europe. Um, you know, I, I know I, I visited the club MX where you ride in the off season and, you know, you still were just getting back on the bike. You had a loose program, you know, you didn't have all your sponsors lined up all things considered 19th in the points with a career best of 11th. I think you got to be happy with the supercross season. I mean, you know, like I, it's, it's been successful for you. I think uh, I really am overall happy. This, this season was kind of just to gain experience and be in the main event. Um, I think I had more to give in some of the mains, but I took myself out of the race on lap one with a crash or getting into it with somebody. So I think if I would have actually been in the race, like yep. in some of those, I think I, you know, I had more to give, but I'm overall like just happy to, you know, make it through the whole season because mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy the amount of variables and I've taken on a lot of responsibility with, uh, you know, I've, I've done literally everything myself from start to finish so it's it's been a lot to handle but i'm i'm not complaining by any means it's uh it's just it's just you know it is just a lot of responsibility at the end of the day yeah so I, i'm happy that i've been able to progress and get to this point and now next year i'm hoping that i get through the summer and keep keep moving forward and have a have a good off season in the winter and then try and put in some solid results for next year yeah, uh, the uh, did you make any money? I mean, your full privateer riding the 250 class with the purse money isn't great. Like, you have a contingency, I imagine, and all that. Like, how was it financially for you? No, it's been a red year so far. Okay, all right. So good. far, so far we're in the red. Um, <laughs> yeah. You didn't make the triple crown. You didn't make the showdown, and you know that's all for different reasons, like uh, being triple crown and showdown. And then mm -hmm. Daytona was the one that didn't go your way. You were in the spot, I think, and crashed. So like. Yeah, you didn't make every main, but there was a couple of circumstances where you're like, well, it's a showdown and, you know, triple crown. So, you know, I feel like there's a little bit of asterisk as far as the mains you missed. Yeah, there is. It's just it's frustrating because each one of those races, I was in position to make it out of the LCQ, and I kind of threw it away. Mm -hmm. So when I reflect on it, it doesn't really settle well with me. I think, uh, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda, and yep. just, you know, take it as – as lack of experience, but I'm, uh, you know, it's nicer when you just make it out of the heat, man. The LCQ is <laughs> so brutal. It is, right? Uh, what do you want to work on? What, what's your, what do you think you need to work on? And what was area, one area that you, you know, maybe weren't stoked with? 
I think uh, as like I feel like I get most of the hard sections. Maybe there's a couple quads that I didn't jump this year, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I get get the jumps and and the hard parts down. It's like the easy parts of the track where you kind of connect everything. Like in the S turn nineties, keeping it tight and not like stop and go. I I feel like I have a lot of stop and go right now where I I don't. I it takes me a long time to learn the track and to actually flow around it where uh the the quicker guys you know especially even training with like enzo and garrett and like everyone around here even jb it's like they just pick up on those easy little areas i don't do the easy stuff very good so i think i need to just kind of work on the technique and get back to the basics when i start off because i had the hard stuff down even like last weekend i feel like the whoops are my best part of the track and it, I'd get to the turn after the whoops and I'd be slow because I, I couldn't turn on the flat hard surface. So mm-hmm. I feel like that should be the easier part compared to hitting the whoops because they're so slick and hard and whatever. But I, that'd be a good example. Like after the yep, whoops yep. in the mechanics area, I'm slow there, but I do all the, all the other stuff good. Right. Right. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You, you'd think it'd be the other way around. Right. But that, that's easy to fix for the most part. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it's easy to fix. It's just, I think I just need more time. Right. Um, you went to club, you went all in at club MX down there. And I, I don't, I don't know if you've been there before or you went there in the, in the Euro days or even when you were riding KTM or whatever. Been, yeah. I'm like okay. an OG guy at club since 20, 2013. I'm one of the first people to live here really. Okay. So perfect. So good question to ask then. So, like it, it ain't cheap, right? You're you're doing your whole deal. How much does that help you though to invest in yourself like that and have that day in and day out competition with you know the club, the club MX team itself and Cade and JB and, and you know all the guys that are there? Like, um, I mean, is it is it worth the money? Like, are you is that is this was that a big part of your success this year? I mean, relatively speaking, um, they definitely helped me out a little bit here, so they make it affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where I could live and ride much cheaper unless I'm just riding out in a, you know in in the woods or in a field that where I don't have to pay. But yep, um, for the amount of riding that I do and the quality of tracks and training, I can't really do it much cheaper than I'm doing it right now. Um, so I I think from a financial standpoint, it's definitely you know, affordable. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, it's, it's just home to me when I come here every, you know, it's like the staff's family, they treat me great. And, mm-hmm. um, I, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't have any intentions on going anywhere else or being anywhere else. I'll, I've always kind of gravitated back towards club. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, because Kate, Kate gave, you know, a lot of credit to his time at club for his improvement. Right. And so, you know, I'm I'm interested in that in that thing because it's it's yeah it it, ain't, it isn't cheap for the normal guy and you know you kind of got to run the schedule that they want you to run. But on the other hand, it's great. Like you said, tracks are prepped and you can ride whenever you want and and all of that, right? So I mean, really, yeah. when you break it down, it's like if you're in Cali, it's it's mm-hmm. not cheap to go ride SX yeah. during the week, even the that from the six dollars in gas to uh, you know what is it like seventy bucks a day or eighty bucks a day for for an SX day. So if you do that two two or three times a week and four for four weeks straight mm-hmm. you know it'd be like that's that's not cheap right there at all so um it's just like the compounding costs that kind of add up and i don't really know like i said where i could do it much cheaper yeah yet. and it's nice because i'm actually living on the facility and mm-hmm. have an affordable housing situation and um it's all kind of lined up really well. Yeah, FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life with Marshall Welton. We did one of these earlier on before the season, and 
So I wanted to get you back on to kind of, you know, uh, talk about the season. I think worked out pretty well for you. And, and yeah, 450 main event, like, it's always cool. Like, whenever you hang it up, you'll be like, you know, hopefully it's the first of many. But at some point you can say, hey, I made a 450 main event. That's pretty cool. On a 250, too, by the way. So, um, hey, uh, I saw a photo of Phil, our buddy Phil. He's in a cast. He had no shirt on. Looked like he was hang- holding on to a cigarette. Is he, do we need an intervention here? Like, what, what's going on? What, 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 what's happening? I think I think Phil's long needed a little bit of a break. He's been grinding so hard, <laughs> honestly doing way too much for <laughs> for what it is. And I think it it's like it's you know it it sucks for a situation because he has put in so much work and he is a very disciplined athlete where he doesn't really cut any corners. So it is nice to see him kind of just relax a little bit and chill out because you know like yeah. you know it's never from a lack of work with phil no no yeah exactly right he, he's uh it's great i also love the fact that he called me after he broke his arm and told me he got three opinions and the three doctors and they all gave him different opinions which is so phil that's great like he <laughs> c- can't even get a, everybody to agree on anything for one path to, to, to heal this injury so i love that that's also very phil like yeah so hopefully i mean it sounds like it's going okay yeah he actually just saw the doctor yesterday so oh he did okay all right yeah, yeah so it sounds it, like it's healing right it's only been about two weeks though right. since the initial injury uh thanks to the folks at firepower uh firepower parts namira uh maxis and roost mx marshall welton on the show uh emotional moment for the club mx people jb justin brayton packed up all his stuff from years and years of being at club uh he's uh, completing supercross and were you there to see him off uh, I actually was like, as he's moving out, I was moving in, so I'm taking over his shop. Oh, you now. are? Okay. He had, nice. he had a shop, yeah. uh, you know, like a, a detached garage yeah. on the facility, and yeah. um, I'm moving into it. So, yeah, JB's always been kind of a mentor to me. Whenever I need anything, he reaches a hand out, and I'm actually going to his race this weekend, oh, or you next are? weekend oh, in yeah. Iowa. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've went to that a couple of years in a row, but he's always been really cool to me, and kind of looked after me and i was here for his last day it was it was definitely kind of special yeah, having yeah. Him. you moving in that garage though you're like thanks jb thank you thanks very much <laughs> i needed it i did need some space and it was like perfect timing so. uh between the uh yamaha lcq race presented by the folks at blowfish uh this coming friday and jb's race next weekend marsh you're cashing in. Hopefully, you're going to cash in. Hopefully. Well, that's the thing. I'm trying to get out of the red zone. I've invest. We'll call it invest. Um, we've invested so much money into SX. <laughs> we'll call it investing. It's, uh, <laughs> no investment with no return. Yeah. But uh, just to even be out there and race. So now it's like it'd be nice to get a little bit back. So at least I can break even on the year. Yeah. And then going to outdoors, not in the red zone. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing outdoors? Four fifties. We think. That's what's happening? Yeah, I yep. actually just had my first two days outdoors yesterday and today. Um, got gas, gas 450 I'm using for the year. Oh, oh! I thought we were going Blue Crew. I thought we were staying Blue Crew. Okay. You know, I was, and I rode all the bikes back to back, and I just felt cozy on the gas, gas. And I got, oh. you know, I got a better deal on the gas, gas. AEO Power Sports hooked me up pretty okay. big with it. All right. And, uh, yeah, just financially and from a comfort standpoint, it mm-hmm. just felt right. So, you don't have any attachment to Yamaha as a manufacturer, so it's uh, right. just kind of how it worked out. And we're van life? We're going to do van life? Yeah, we're doing van life. Hoping I-, uh, I can get some help for the summer and yep. um, have someone help drive to some of the races. I'm, I'm working on that right now. Are you going to make the first two, or are you going to join in at at, high, at Thunder Valley, or what's the plan? Yeah, so my uh, 
my plan is to go from Salt Lake and then I'm going to fly back to Charlotte. And then like Thursday of that following week, I'm going to drive to Iowa, do Justin Brayton's race in Iowa. And then from that race, drive to California. Mm. So then I'll stay out in Cali for, I think it's like, you know, the next 12 days before the, the first round or whatever it comes out to be. Oh, okay. All right. Well, cool. Awesome. Well, hopefully it works out for you, man. Um, congrats on the season. Uh, you know, it, it's a big step up for all the reasons we just talked about. Um, and uh, a much, much improved Marshall Welton Supercross this time around. And, uh, yeah, make some money this Friday for the race and make some money at Brayton's thing and spend it all in the outdoors, Marsh. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just spend all my money in racing. Makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, do it anyways. Thanks for the time for the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast. Thanks, Marsh. Yep. Thank you, Steve. See ya. That's Marshall Welton on the uh, Privateer Island Life podcast. Thank you to the folks at Namira Pistons. Please check them out. They have a complete catalog, two-stroke and four-stroke, namira.com for more information. Follow them on social media. They do a lot of cool giveaways. So thank you to the folks at Namira. And, of course, Max's Tires, uh, supporting the SGB Max's Honda team out there with Cade and A-Ray and, uh, and a bunch of other guys that got hurt, like Hand and Nice. So uh, thanks to the folks at Max's Tires. Great mountain bike tires, light truck tires, trailer tires as well. Max's.com for more information on that. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's touch base with another Hawkeye, Mason Kerr. Here we go. Next up on the Privateer Island Life podcast is another guy out there just grinding away. He's, uh, I saw him at Club MX uh, when I dropped by in the, uh, in the fall. And he is also going to race the Yamaha LCQ race this coming Friday in Salt Lake City, and he's made a couple of main events, and we're stoked to have him on. Mason Kerr, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, we're doing good, Steve. Just uh, just visiting Moab here with my girlfriend. Um, figured we'd check it out on the way up to Salt Lake City. Nice. Yeah, and yeah. How, how's Moab? I've always wanted to go. Uh, pretty gnarly, actually. There's there's some pretty crazy trails. I was going to bust a mountain bike out this morning, but I don't know if I want to get in too deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've always been told to bring the e-bike up there. I've got a friend with a place up there, and he's like, yeah, you'd love it. It's it's a, got some great drops and jumps. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not really into great drops and jumps. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i got to stay fresh for that race on race tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, do you, uh, are you looking forward to it? Oh, absolutely, man. Any, uh, any opportunity to make some cash? Uh, can't really turn that down. No, no doubt what about it. For us is great, man. Yeah, it's cool. Thank you to Yamaha and Blowfish for hangovers and everybody, right? For for sending some stuff in, um, sending some money in, and all of that. So, um, all right, let's. Uh, how's the season going for you so far? Um, you know, obviously no main events, but you've uh, you've been there for most of the races. A couple of night shows you missed out on, but how's it going for you? Uh, it's been up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt really really good coming into the season um i a1 was kind of you know it was whatever i that was kind of just a test to see where we were at and mm-hmm. made the show and and finished i think inside the top 15 in the lcq so that was you know not anything necessarily to be proud of but it was something to work on or work off of and then oakland in the heat i was running right behind hill and i was feeling pretty spicy being behind hill you know yeah um, a couple laps into the heat and ended up eating shit and <laughs> broke a rib and and messed up my shoulder really bad and so the middle part of the season or the beginning to middle part of the season i was really just kind of dealing with all that shit and 
I took San Diego off because mm-hmm. there was no way that I was going to be able to ride with a rib like that. And then I came back at A2, which was too early and didn't make the show there. And then I went on the string. Um, from then on, I think I made them until Daytona. Then Daytona, I missed one. And, you know, I'm just not a, not really a good qualifier at all. Mm-hmm. I'm actually probably probably one of the worst ones out there <laughs> yeah you really got to send it man everybody they, they people send it it's 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 uh and you got to do it near the end and it's a whole process man for sure yeah it's not easy for sure um but i mean i i missed i missed last night shows this year than i did last year so mm-hmm. i you know i can be disappointed um and i can mope around but it's i'm improving i'm you know, the shit takes a while. It's, yeah. it's different. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know what? That's, I guess, for you, um, yeah, you're improving, right? If you feel like, you know, injuries held you back and then you feel like you're getting better, then, yeah, you, you, you keep it up, right? Um, it's the, you know, it's the multiple weeks in a row that where maybe you're not doing anything where you're like, what the hell am I doing? Why am I spending this money? You know, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely tough. Um, you made a couple of main events before. Um, I think one and a four fifty is for sure, right? Uh, have you made a two fifty one? Yep. Yeah, I made yep. the two fifty one last year. That was, okay. That was kind of, you know, there was only like two or three guys that didn't, so I don't necessarily hey, count that. But, count it, count it, man, count it. Yeah, uh-huh. but the four fifty one I made that was legit. I yeah, mean, this field was a little light, um, but I mean, hell, I. I beat a couple of good guys to get in there. So I I count that one. Yeah, absolutely. No, you should, man. Listen, hey, I'm a failed pro racer. So I can only imagine if I made a couple of main events in my career, how much I would be stoked, right? So, yeah, be happy. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely be pretty stoked on that. Uh, What uh, you mentioned, you're with your girlfriend. Are you, how do you get to the races? What's your program? Uh, I got a, a 2003 Ford camper van that I've got my bikes in the back of. And yeah, we, we roll around and you do the whole deal in this thing. And yeah, yep. I think I've put like 10,000 miles on it since Seattle. So <laughs> we're, we've been running. I like it. That's true. Privateer life. None of this Teddy parks BS. You know what I mean? That what you're doing is true, true privateer life. <laughs> yeah. I, I do have a lot of help from people, um, back home that allow mm-hmm. me to do it though. So it's, uh, not all on my own. That's for sure. What, um, uh, so I saw you at club a little bit before the season started. That's a big investment. That's a big, um, um, you know, commitment for you to make as far as money, as far as time. How did that go for you? What did you like? Did you like being there? I mean, you were riding with some pretty fast dudes and, and, you know, Brandon and, and, and everybody there, uh, helping everybody trying to be the best they can. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. My, uh, so I've, I've ridden down there the last two or three years, but I've been kind of like a, um, a B group guy where, the A group, they go out and practice, and then mm-hmm. the B group, we uh, we get the track when they're not on it, and we don't get any any type of training by Brandon or trainers or anything. So I figured this year, last year was kind of shitty, man. I had a really bad year last year, mm-hmm. but I figured, you know what, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. And um, I got together with one of my sponsors, Mike Carey. Um, he's helped me out since really since I turned pro. Um, he gave me a shot in arena cross and gave me some bikes, but – he uh, he paid for my time down at club, um, so I was able to ride with with that group of guys. And man, it's gnarly. They're intense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you feel sometimes you feel like a 
you know, fish out in the ocean, <laughs> just just flailing around. But yeah, I, J- J- Justin Brayton zooming by you. You're like, ah, oh, shit, I can't do that. And yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, him and March Banks and Owen and Enzo yeah. and all those dudes. They're they're yeah. just they're really great riders. And Brandon builds the tracks down there really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though I may not have been you know battling with any of those guys, it was still good for me to ride on those technical tracks. Um, and just kind of figure out what those top guys programs are, um, growing up in Iowa, we don't really have any training facilities or anything like that. You know, that was, I've been to South of the border and I've been to club, um, and that's about it. And so it's really cool to see, see what those top guys, um, what goes into their programs. And yeah, we, we were working out together. We were riding together. We were, um, doing all that and mm-hmm. it was it was an eye-opening experience yeah um, really right um so you felt like it helped you but then of course once the rib injury sets in it kind of sets you back right yeah it definitely helped me i felt um there was like a like two weeks because i went home for christmas mm-hmm. and then i was able to ride like on christmas day luckily in iowa we had some good weather um but then after that i wasn't able to ride until a one or like a couple days before a one so I was like a little worried, you know, been sitting in a van for two days and haven't ridden yet. We'll see how we feel out when we get out to California. But um, A1 came around and that was good. And in Oakland, like I said, I was feeling yeah. good and then got hurt. And it kind of sucked just because it was, um, it was a rib in my back, like right by my lung. And so I couldn't really work out for like a month, yeah. like even get my heart rate up or anything. It was it was pretty bad. I'd never broken one before. Um so then by the time I started feeling good enough to ride and work out, it was like I'd almost fallen out of shape. You know, yeah. I was doing what I could do, but but uh then it was like, okay, now we gotta ride ourselves back into shape and which it ended up going all right in the middle of the season. I had like I don't know, I had a decent race in uh I think Indy or Detroit or something like that. But like I said, no mains. Um but now that I finally feel like we're starting to uh come back around the season's over so yeah really right um hey when, when you're on the road with your chick how, where do you practice at how do you uh, you know if, if you have a shorter drive do you, how do you find places because i did the privateer life as a mechanic and i traveled with the racer guy that was privateering it and we, so we traveled everywhere i built my bike and tim ferry flew in right so it was that kind of deal but he was always trying to find places to ride now he had a few spots that worked out but man it was a battle to find a good track during the week somewhere to do it you know yeah it's not easy um luckily with seattle and massachusetts and indy and and um all those and denver my parents house is right off of i-80 in iowa okay so that's like my main route and i was able to ride a lot at my own house um like the last four or five rounds um you know maybe maybe only for a couple days or maybe only for a day but right but it's nice to at least just ride once you know but yeah when you get on the road there's there's all outdoor tracks everywhere but the last last thing you want to do is go out and ride some clapped out outdoor track on supercross suspension and you know yeah, yeah, no, I agree absolutely, right? Um, it's uh, it's tougher. I'm guessing you ride Kawasaki. They pay night show contingency. That's that's your that's your reason I why do. right there. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's like an extra five grand at the end of the season if right? you make all the shows. So yeah, yeah, it's, okay. 
Yeah. Really no brainer. Dude, the the B and C groups are just flooded with green. It's just amazing. Yeah. Everybody's I'd on like that to program. try something else out. I'd like to try a different bike out, but man, it's right. hard to mm-hmm. turn that down, you know, when you're doing it on your own. Yeah, absolutely. Uh FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life. First up with Marshall Welton, now Mason Kerr, number one eighty in the series. Pulp MX thirty is the code to save with FXR Racing and uh, Race Tech, of course, Pulp twenty two. You can get the Deal on motor work, suspension work, all that kind of stuff uh, from Race Tech. Uh, Mason, uh, you're from Iowa, obviously. We just had Justin Brayton on the show on Monday night talking about Iowa racers. And, of course, Chad Pedersen way back before before you were around. And Cameron McAdoo, Gavin Faith, uh, JB, Teddy Mayer, yourself. Do you know those guys? Do you have much relationship with the other Iowan uh, motocrossers? Um, I, I've been pretty close with Gavin. Yep. Um, I was on 85s when he f- like first started going pro and that whole Ford Dodge group, they're God, they're a really fast group and they've yeah. got a lot of, a lot of race wins and championships, you know, wrapped up there. Um, Teddy, Teddy, I've never really talked too much. Mm-hmm. JB, I feel like I've, I've talked to him a little bit since I started racing supercross and it's funny actually, uh, my high school science or my junior high science teacher was best friends with Justin and he actually got me one of Justin's jerseys for my high school graduation. Oh presents. no way! So, really? Like like yeah, like uh, he was the same age as Justin, or he taught Justin? How did that work? No, he was the same age. Oh, as Justin. okay, yeah, yeah. good friends growing up. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of a small world deal. Yeah, totally right. And so yeah, you you got the you got a jersey from JB, uh, and and Gavin was uh, Gavin hung it up a bit early. I think he had some head injuries or something, right? Uh, I think he had some concussions, but. Or maybe something else happened, but he's Arena Cross champion, and he was really talented. Gavin, Gavin's a really talented rider. Yeah, he's great, man. He, uh, I've actually, I've actually thought about t- trying to hire him to mm-hmm. give me some pointers. You know, yeah. so maybe I can quit missing these shows. Yeah, really, right? Um, he definitely was 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 was, a, was a pretty talented guy. He won a heat race, I think, at one point. Uh, what about Mcadoo? Yeah. Uh, you much with Mcadoo? Um. No, we he was we're kind of on opposite sides of the state. Ah, okay. Um, yep. He's over in Sioux City, which is uh, really close to Nebraska and South Dakota. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm I'm in the middle. But um, we used to race each other this little uh, Midwest Supercross race up in um, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, when we were younger. And uh, I've actually got a video of him. He forgot to turn on his gas, so that's my one win. Yeah, back do. Nice. I like it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Mason Kerr on the on the show. Um, so yeah, it's it's basically what are you going to do for the summer? What do you got plans for the summer? What do you want to? What, um, what you so do? I've got I've got this really great sponsor, Ramsey Subaru. Mm-hmm. Um, they're local locals um, company, Mazda dealership, Subaru dealership. That I had some things fall apart in the middle of this season, and they were just supposed to be my entry fee sponsor, mm-hmm. and they turned out to be the title sponsor, like took care of everything. Um, yeah, huge, huge deal. And so I build fences with a a buddy of mine, um, Seth Hathaway. He started a little fencing company. Mm -hmm. I do, uh, I do coaching and stuff. I like Mason Kerr motocross schools. You know, I try and help kids out there and make some cash there. And then I'm going to probably detail some cars for that dealership just to kind of, show them my appreciation um see what i can do there maybe make some more cash there nice but other than that really just grinding away and i'm gonna do uh 
I'm going to try and be a little more local this summer. Most of the time I hang the boots up after Supercross and don't really ride much until the preseason comes around. Right. And so I'm going to try and try and stay on the bike this year and, and, uh, or this summer and make as much money as I can locally doing fair races and stuff like that and working and, um, working on trying to get a house. Uh, so yeah, big point in my life here. Yeah. Yeah. You're really getting, you're really growing up, Mason. I'm trying, huh? Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, Hey, so, uh, yeah, it's one of those things, by, by the way, too, we had, um, John Short, I think. Is it John Short? He's VW of Waco, I think, in uh, in Texas there. And now you've got a Mazda dealership. So, yeah, really nice. You guys got some car dealerships. Um, is that like your buddy of yours, or how do you approach those guys, or how do you how do you get them on board? How does that work? Um, to be honest with you, he – so I know Scott Long, the the general manager of Ramsey Subaru. He mm-hmm. Oh, Subaru. Sorry, Facebook. I said Mazda. My bad. Subaru. <clears throat> no, they're Ramsey, Mazda, and oh, Subaru. okay. So, got it. Yeah. Um, but he hit me up on Facebook last year about some lessons for his son, Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, sure. And so after about three or four lessons throughout the summer, he just kind of started picking my brain about Supercross and what it costs and, uh-huh. and you know, all the ins and outs of it. And I told him, I was like, well, I got about five grand in entry fees that need covered, you know? Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, we could do that. So so we just, yeah, he was just kind of interested in the sport. He cares about the sport. He uh, rode himself back when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and for him to be in that position to give things like that away, I think it's really awesome that he chooses to 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 give it to a privateer like me or somebody like me who, you know, he doesn't necessarily have to do that. He yeah, no. I'm sure he could get plenty of better exposure doing sponsoring some local event or something like that um, rather than, than – me going all the way across the country but <laughs> it's cool that it's cool that he he chose to help me out mm-hmm. there yeah no i i agree that's really cool we need more people like that for sure uh to help you guys absolutely out. how do you uh you got your you got your chick with you uh is she the mechanic is she doing some work is she what's she doing what's her responsibility in this program uh right now she's sitting at me like she wants to go get coffee <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no we uh Last year, she came to All-17, and she was my mechanic at All-17. Yeah. Um, And so it's really cool that she's willing to do that. Um, This year, I tried to line up a mechanic in each city um, so that she could be in the stands and be kind of filmer filmer and and, uh, technician or whatever you want to call her. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because I do feel like that helps. I've never been a guy that. I've always been a guy that's like, oh, I just got to go faster, you know? Right. Never been a guy that's like, oh, let me look at some footage. <laughs> let me actually see. look at this, right? Yeah, there's a reason that the factory teams have these guys in the stands with their iPads and stuff. And um, So, yeah, it's it's been cool to kind of see some footage this year of what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong, mm-hmm. good, bad, whatever it is. Um, and she helps out a lot with that. That's awesome. And then she actually flies home, and she's a haircutter mm. or a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, she'll, uh, there've been a couple rounds that she hasn't been able to make it to this year, but for the most part, we try and get her out here every weekend because yeah. she's, she's part of the crew too. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's great. It's all, it takes all, takes everybody, right. To, to make it happen. Yeah. Uh, have you been tracking the Yamaha LCQ points all year long and making sure that you were in them? Were you, tra- were you, I, I have, I yeah. was, I was supposed to actually race, <clears throat> uh, 250 East coast. And when that came around, I was like, well, shit. 
that's stacked. I'm a, the world's worst qualifier. <laughs> um, maybe we should just stay in the 450 class because I'm in the points. Um, and that was actually my plan last year was to do 450s all year long mm-hmm. so that I could get in that. And then I missed them and it was this and that. So then I actually dropped down to the 250 class. But yep. um, this year, yeah, I've been keeping track of it. And then when you announced that payout, I was like, well, shit, man. I'm going to have to uh, keep it going. Yeah, keep it going. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's awesome. It looks like we're going to have 2500 bucks for 10th. Uh, it goes down from there. It'll be uh, three grand for ninth, four grand for eighth, seven grand for seventh. I want to pay seventh. I want to pay seven grand, seventh place more money for some reason, just to see if you riders can do the math in your head. Um, Are we going to be allowed to have mechanics or no mechanics? Yeah, you got a mechanic. Sure, why not? Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. we don't got to be we don't got to be doing the math in our head. No, no, all, no, the whole, no, all the math. No, you can't. Uh, what do you? How do you feel? I've, I'm getting some heat, Mason. Uh, for Chiz and Brees in it. Now, they are starting second row. I tried to get them to start backwards. Uh, Feld was not having that. Um, but uh, um, they are starting second row. Where, where do you stand on that? Uh, are you mad? Uh, is this okay? Where, what's your thoughts? No, I mean, would I like to to not have them in there? Absolutely. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. those guys are, those guys rip. Um, right. But they are um, just as much privateers as we are. I mean, yeah, yeah. Chiz has got a fill-in ride, but... He started the year out as a privateer as well. Right? Do they have a little bit better privateer program than I do? Maybe, but that's not their fault. It's mine. Um, and I think that any either way, I mean, we're going to be coming out of here with more money than we would if it was just failed paying us. So yeah, yeah. You know, I can't really complain about you having whoever you want in there. You can I like that. I like Stewart out. I don't care. I like that attitude. You know, I yeah, I've been getting some shit from some of these asshole privateers, uh, buddies of mine, <laughs> of course. But I like that attitude. Um, so that, that's great. Yeah, if you pull off the win, it should be like twenty twenty five grand. You know, so dude, that's insane. Yeah. That's- I mean, the fact that you're paying out more than the 450 main pays to win is pretty crazy. Double, double probably. <laughs> close to double, I bet it'll be. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, what is your – by the way, thanks to the folks at Firepower, Namira, uh, Max's Tires, Roost MX for coming on board this podcast as well. What? Um, tell me you have a good Phil story from the Club MX training. Tell me you have something. Um, um, I, Did, does he like you? kind of quiet. Does he like you? I don't know. He says hi to me on track walk, and so I like to think that he does. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But it was it was kind of funny. I don't remember who it was. Um, it was either Cade. I think it was Cade. Cade wasn't blitzing the whoops at the end of a moto, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you know how the tracks get pretty hammered down there. Yeah. I ain't blitzing the whoops at the end of the moto either. But Phil's like, Cade, what the fuck are you doing, dude? You want to be in the main events this year and you jump in the fucking whoops? <laughs> and then JB jumps in and he's like, yeah, he's right. You know, yeah, and yeah. Cade's like, no, we're jumping the whoops at the end of the 450 main, guys. I'm just trying to make it through. And he's like, they're just giving him shit. Oh, it, was, I bet. it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, really right. I, uh, I, asked, seem, I asked him about They seem like you. a Go hard-ass ahead. group of guys and, and uh, some of them are actually pretty cool. Yeah, Phil's actually got a pretty good, pretty good heart, so... Uh, I asked Phil about you one time. I'm like, hey, what's up with that Mason Kirk kid? Like, what, what, what's his deal or whatever? And he's just like, yeah, he's good. And that was it. That's all we got. That's all I got out of him. Like, yeah, I didn't get. said he's the squid that's pulling off when we come to pass him. I, I didn't get any, like, reports on. Like, I, I got nothing about, like, yeah, you nothing about your riding skills, your personality or anything. All I got was, yeah, he's good. Well, that's better so, than yeah. than fuck him. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> but, but I was kind of yeah. looking for more. I was like, okay, like. 
you know, is he a good dude? Does he try hard? You know, he's a flake. Anything. Like, I I got nothing. I got nothing out of Phil. So that was it. Well, that's better than than something negative, yeah. I guess. Yeah, no, absolutely, right? No, absolutely, you're you're totally right about that. Um, yeah, it should be uh, should be a great time this uh, Friday night. And uh, I don't know what it is about fence builders, but Oldenburg's a fence guy too, and he was really? doing that for a little bit. And then Entignap is a fence guy. Tyler and Adam is that their dad owns a fence company. And then you tell me that you're building fences. I don't know, man. I don't know, but moto, moto dudes and building fences for spare for for. Uh, Odd jobs, but yeah, something about that. Yeah, I guess I don't know either. Yeah, it's yeah, interesting. Who, yeah, it's totally weird, right? Do you do you plan like do you like Iowa? Do you want to like JB's moving back there, right? And um, I picture it like I'm from Manitoba, uh, up north of Iowa, and I mean obviously I picture it a little bit like Manitoba, a lot not as cold, but kind of flat, kind of windy, uh, not much going on, slower pace of life. Do you do you love it there? Do you want to go back there? Is that where you're always going to live? Do you think? Um, yeah, it's definitely not a whole lot to do. Um, corn and pigs is about the only thing that we have, Yeah, <laughs> but we have, it's like you said, it's just a little bit slower pace, man. After, after spending right all season long on the road, there's yeah. nothing more that I like to come home to than Iowa, all yeah. my friends and good point family. And, you know, it's just, uh, more of a, yes, I don't necessarily live in a small town. It's a smaller city, but it's got that small town feel. Um, and I don't know, I, I think I'll always have a house here, mm-hmm. but ideally I would like to, I would like to do something where I can get down South in the winters. Cause man, the winters are brutal. They're yeah, it's so cold and so windy. It'll be like negative 20. And I, uh, yeah, I make fun of my friends when I'm on the road <laughs> in California and it's 30 degree or negative 30 out there. Yeah. And, but I'd like to. I think I'd like to find somewhere down the mountains, North Carolina, South Carolina-ish, um, right. somewhere where it's not, you know, super cold. It still gets cold down at Club during the winter, but, I mean, you can ride every day. Yeah. So yep. I'd like to do something like that if I'm ever in the position. What um, Have you done the math on, like, what, the program you're running versus Teddy Parks? Have you ever, like, thought about that? I don't know how much Teddy charges. I don't know how that works. I think – there's different prices for different guys, but have you thought about that and then basing yourself out of club or somewhere and flying and, and doing all that? Is that just way more expensive? Have you ever sat down and f- thought about it? I have. Um, we've actually been talking about it a lot this year just because I felt like I struggled a little bit this year with not being able to ride at places and seeing these guys go back and make uh, make gains during the week that – yeah. I've got to try and make up on my mountain bike or, or, you know, going on a run or something. I've thought about it. Um, I don't really mind the whole driving thing, but flying would be nice. Well, I, my problem is, is I've just got like my whole life is in my van. I've got everything I need yeah, in my van. Yeah. yeah. No, you know, it's anytime I get it. Yeah. Anything breaks or any, I get sick or anything like that. You know, I've got um, everything in my van. And so I don't know. I just have to figure some things out get some sponsors on board with paying for flights and stuff. And yeah, I'd like to try it. I think I definitely see positives and negatives to it. Right. I see positives and negatives to it. I don't know. Yeah. It's not, it's not everything. Everything's not great about it. But then I see, like you said, positives about working during the week and getting, making some gains, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I think, I think I'd like to try it. Maybe, maybe next year, the year after we'll see. I'm getting to the point where it's that time. 
I've got to get my own health insurance. I've got to, you know, do all this, all these things that adults have to do. So right. I've, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think we'll give it a go one of these years. I just don't know how we'll go about it. Um, and then do you get hotels? How often do you get hotels? What do you, how, how many, how much are you sleeping in the van? Um, I try and sleep in the van during the week right mm -hmm. now. Me and Carly got a hotel for tonight just to kind of, we were riding yesterday out in the desert. Right. So I was like, I had a better shower. <laughs> but uh, I try, um, Jake Eller from Lakeside Contractors back home, big concrete company. He uh, he covered my hotels for race nights and stuff this oh, year. Okay, awesome. Um, and so I try and do that. But like for New Jersey and for Denver, or not Denver, for New Jersey, and then whatever was before New Jersey, Atlanta. We had to be at track walk at 5.30 a.m., so I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to get a hotel. So I just slept in my van the night before. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's – and then trying to eat right on the road too. That's tough too. You know, Oh, to, dude, that's the worst. Yeah, you're that's, kind of – That's where I, I slack big time. Right, yeah, you're just like, ah, oh, look at that. It's jack in the box or whatever. Look at that. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah, it's not easy, man. All of that stuff, right? So, um, yeah, it's nice to uh, nice to get hotels and everything else. Do you sleep at truck stops? Is that you pull in there? And no, in there? no, you do any of that. I'm a big Bass Pro Shops or Cabela's guy. Oh yeah, yeah. They uh, they stay less packed, and you never got to worry about security. Right, right, dude. I I slept in my box van one one time somewhere in the Carolinas, and someone was pulling on my door handle in the middle of the night. <laughs> Oh, shit. I, yeah, I mean, and, and I don't have a gun or anything. Like, I'm Canadian, so I, I, did, I don't have nothing. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, obviously, it was locked, you know, but that, that I was freaked out. I was freaked out. Yeah, it's out. scary. Yeah. Have you ever had any, like, what's the scariest thing that's happened to you? Anything? Um, Nothing really scary. I uh, When I was sleeping in Oakland, the Team Tedder guys pulled up at, like, 3 in the morning, and they were, like, I was parked in their spot, I guess. Oh. And so they're trying, they're trying to, like, back the big rig in between like weasel it through my van and into their spot and i'm like dude what the f what are these guys doing it's three in the morning like just park the truck some like where you yeah, where you yeah. can right. figure it out in the morning when we woke up yeah and then like 20 minutes later they're knocking on my window uh, i'm like guys come on yeah like, oh can you move for us like, yeah i guess so right but yeah nothing really scary i right, guess right, right damn yeah. And you do all the maintenance on your bike, like oil changes and tires and, and, and everything else you need to do during the week? Clutches, um, Pirelli. Pirelli helps us out with tires, absolutely. Um, clutches, oil, anything like that. Yep. Grease the bearings, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> I had a actually a catastrophic failure on my bike in Seattle. Mm -hmm. My uh, my Those rubber pucks on the back of the clutch basket. Yeah ended up disintegrating and sending oil or sending rubber all through my motor. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so luckily I was able to get, um, Ramsey Subaru was able to talk to the guys at motorsport Hillsboro and got me a brand new bike. Um, and I had to send my bike or my, my old motor out to, uh, Hayska racing and get that taken care of. So other than that, all that, at work, you know, internal motor work and stuff like that. I don't really mess with. Yeah, but uh, yeah. you know, the basics and stuff. Yeah, I can do. You can do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, what kind of gear you wear? Just one. What is that stuff? What is that? Just one. Yeah. So yeah. I was with Legacy. It, us privateers, we got to get it any way we can. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was with Legacy Racewear for a while, and uh, they helped me out quite a bit. And then 
they actually sold the company. And so I have really no ties to the owner anymore. And so, yeah, I hit up just one and lucky Foster and, uh, Tex, he, they got, those guys helped me out quite a bit this year. Mm. They made me feel like family. Um, they offered me places to stay out in California when I was sleeping in the van. Um, yeah, they've helped me out quite a bit. We worked out kind of a contingency deal and, and, uh, they've given me more product than I could ask for. And it's, it's cool to kind of, you know, get that factory feel of having a new set to wear each weekend or, you know, you, you crash in a helmet and you're worried about if your helmet's still good. And they, they're like, no, dude, there you go. And get your new helmet. And so it's, it's, it's really cool. They've helped me out quite a bit. Yeah. That's awesome. That I think you're going to see a lot more privateers in just one. I think, uh, it's a company that, that the privateers are looking, looking towards to, you know, as kind of a a home base or or whatever your home team, whatever you want to call it. That's nice. Yeah. No, good for you guys for sure. Uh, Mason Kerr on the FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life, Firepower, Namira, Maxis, and Roost MX all on board with us. Well, Mason, thanks for the time, man. I appreciate it. Um, good luck on f- tomorrow on the Friday uh, LCQ yeah. race. And uh, and also good luck at uh, at the final round in Salt Lake City. Uh, enjoy your summer off and all of that. Um, thanks for doing this, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, Steve. Thank you for everything that you do for us. Um, I think it's really cool and and thanks for giving me the opportunity to to have a voice out here. No worries, man. Thanks. I'll talk to you soon. Yep. See ya. See ya.